how much computer do I really need for my podcast? I recently answered that question for a podcaster, and I'm going to share those details with you as well. What's happening, podcasters? This is episode 95 of 1000 Podcasters, and I'm Brian Edsminger. I'm a podcaster and a podcast editor, and I want to see you be successful with your podcast. I'm actually recording this on a Facebook Live. It's a bit of an experiment. I had a failed experiment just a couple minutes ago, but I deleted that one so you can't see it. Sorry about your luck there. However, if you do want to check out the video component, you can find that at facebook.com. You'll have the link in the episode notes. Or if you're watching the video and you want to find the full episode, you will ultimately find that at toptieraudio.com slash 95. And if you'd like to get this delivered right to your favorite podcast app, you can find that at toptieraudio.com slash subscribe. Three big buttons there, one for Apple, one for Google, one for Spotify, as well as some others. I really like Overcast, so I have that button right there. Just choose the app that you prefer. Subscribe right there. That's at toptieraudio.com slash subscribe. Earlier today, I was spending a little bit too much time on trying to find some different theme music for this because I thought, well, maybe that little sound effect isn't doing it. And I spent a bunch of time, didn't find what I wanted. And sometimes as podcasters, we get caught in that kind of thing. There are a lot of questions, especially when we're getting started, that you know, some of them are there when we get started. Some of them keep coming up again and again throughout the lives of our shows. We start with things like, what's the best podcast hosting company? Or what microphone should I use? That kind of thing. And those are valid questions. However, if we stay with it long enough, we're going to get to other questions like, my computer's about to be retired. So what's the best computer? Or what should I look for in a computer? And today I'm going to talk about that question. I recently had a conversation with Stephen Brittingham, who's the host of the Hollywood and Beyond podcast, and he was asking me that question by email. He wanted to know a little bit about some computers. I'll share that question with you in a minute. And I'm going to share with you also what I shared with him. I'm going to preface this with the fact that I'm not going to tell you which brand you should get. I'm not going to tell you that you should get the new cheese grater Mac Pro with all the bells and whistles and spend nine or $10,000 on a computer. I understand that that's a powerful computer, but I'm not going to recommend that. I'm not even going to tell you what operating system you should get or what the specific specs you're going to get, because those things can change based on your preference, based on the software that you use, or based on your budget. So there are different constraints that might change what's the best solution for you. Instead of that, I'm going to share with you the fundamentals that I use to determine what's the bare minimum that I need, as well as the priorities that I use when I think about ways that I might want to invest a little bit more in getting a computer that's going to offer me a little bit more. And I might even be able to share with you a little bit about how I've been able to save some money when I'm getting a computer. So here's the question from Stephen. I'm going to read it pretty much word for word. He said, I'm interested in finding a Windows laptop. I'm actually going to pause right there. I'm a Mac guy. I use a Windows computer for my day job. I use that at work. However, I didn't have a lot of control over the specs of that computer, and I wasn't really involved in a lot of the decision to buy that particular computer. I had some input because I had special needs, but I'm not a Windows guy. However, the fundamentals are going to apply. So I'll go back. I'm interested in finding a Windows laptop that can be used for recording, editing, researching my podcast. The idea of more freedom is appealing, and I feel extra beneficial as well. I'm concerned about purchasing a laptop that would not fully meet all of my audio needs or expectations. I realize that memory and RAM is important as well as speed and storage. There are so many different options. I've researched online about laptops and podcasting, but I still feel uncertain. Do you have any suggestions or at the very least, are there certain specs that are absolutely needed for high quality results? I'm willing to pay for a high-end unit, but also seek a fair and good value. A laptop doesn't need to make a laptop that doesn't make 
make a lot of noise is also important. Any suggestions are appreciated. So that was the question. I wasn't able to answer every single one of his questions. For example, I'm not a whole lot of help when it comes to finding a Windows laptop that doesn't make a lot of fan noise. But let's go back to some of those fundamentals because he wants something that at bare minimum will give him what he's needing and hopefully a lot more. So let's talk about minimum specs. What should you look for when you're talking about the minimum specs for a new computer, whether it's a laptop or a desktop, or if you're editing on an iOS device, what kind of specs should you look for? Well, the starting point for all of that is to consider what software you're using or that you might use. For example, I use Hindenburg Journalist Pro, which is a pretty light program by itself. However, I use some plugins by Isotope and by Waves and by FabFilter that can be a little bit processor intensive. So if you're using different pieces of software, consider all of those different pieces of software and maybe go to those vendor websites and look for what the specs are that they would recommend as the minimum and then consider that to be your minimum. There's one other thing that I consider to be a bare minimum that they might not and that's to have a solid state drive or an SSD. For my purposes, I consider a solid state drive to be bare minimum, regardless of the processor speed or the amount of memory or the size of the hard drive or any of that stuff, I'm looking for a solid state drive because in my experience and with the people that I've talked with at work and at other places, regardless of the platform, oftentimes having a solid state drive is the single most effective upgrade that you can make or design decision that you can choose. So I recommend those two things, what the specs say on the website for the software and plugins that you plan to use, as well as a solid state drive. Beyond that, if you want to look for getting more than just the bare minimum, you know, trying to get a machine that will do what you want, I always shoot for as close as I can to what people might call overkill. This is my preference. Now, I don't have a $10,000 cheese grater. In fact, my computer is a little bit old. But when I considered the computer I was getting, I considered the things in this order. And I looked at things that other people might consider overkill because podcasting, it takes a lot of processor, especially when you start doing things like video or start using intensive plugins. So this is the way I invest. The first thing I look for is how much RAM can I get on that computer? And there might be some small benefits with the type of RAM, the speed of the RAM, some of those things. But the first question I look for is how much random access memory can I get on the computer? And that's where I start putting my money. And once I've got that motherboard maxed out, I can't get any more on the machine that I'm looking for, looking at. Then I say, okay, what are my options for CPU speed? For me, I think I'm running a, a four core right now. I'd really love to have an eight core or a 12 core, but I couldn't afford it. But I looked for what was the the best base speed that I could find and then the best turbo speed or whatever they call it now. It used to be turbo. I don't know what they call it now, but the, the best speed that I could get sort of at a steady state as well as beyond that. And then I also did a little bit of looking because I, I do know a little bit about processors and as it relates especially to Windows machines, at the time I was looking for one at work, working with the guys in IT, I was I did some research and I found out that at that time, the i9 processors, which were the, the, the bee's knees basically, weren't really much of an upgrade over the i7 because they didn't hold their max speed for very long. So those are things I look for is, okay, it says it can run this fast, but how long can it run that fast? So that's a little bit of research that you can do. Once I've maxed out the RAM I can get and the CPU I can get, then I just look for the most hard drive space I can afford. And the reason I put that last is because 
once you've got to a bare minimum, you can support the operating system and the software that you want to use. Additional hard drive space is nice to have, but can be added externally. So I do have a solid state drive that is an external drive because when I bought the computer I got, I maxed out the RAM I could get and I maxed out the CPU I could get, but the money I had left, I really couldn't get a sufficiently large hard drive. So I operated with that for a while until I had the money to get an external drive, which is exactly what I did. And so I just keep my project files over there, keep my programs on the other computer. It's not quite as fast, but it works for what I do and it's almost unnoticeable. So the other thing I would mention about this is if you're looking at this and I, I would recommend that you start it you know, start at the bare minimum, understand what that is, and then go, okay, if I could shoot for the moon, what kind of machine would I get? And then you're going to find something between those that's going to work for you. And if you've got something that you think this would really meet my needs, but it's a little bit out of your budget, remember that when these kinds of things seem a little bit out of reach, sometimes if we're diligent, if we're focused, if we're careful with our money, we can find sales or we can purchase something that's already been used at a really good quality and get more than we might be able to buy if we bought new. And that is exactly what I did. The machine that I'm running right now, I bought on eBay after I did all the research on the specs and I decided that other than the hard drive space, this was the best machine for me. And I would recommend that you do that. If you'd like to connect with Stephen, I'd recommend that you do that. I'm really thankful that Stephen sent this in and gave me permission to share it because I really hope that this helps you. If you'd like to find Stephen, you'll find him on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. In addition to being a podcast host, he's also an actor and a writer. And as a host, he really strives for meaningful interviews. He's been on hiatus for a little bit, but he's got some more episodes on the way, and he's got a new website coming. So all of that right there. I've got a link in the episode episode notes to his page on Podbean so that you can find him there. And I would recommend that you do that. If you if you have any questions that you'd like to have me address, feel free to ask those as well. If you'd like to connect with me or subscribe to the show, or if you have a question or a topic that you'd like to see covered, if you'd like to set up a consultation or talk to me about editing your show, launching a podcast, all of that stuff, all of that is at toptieraudio.com. You'll find the episode notes for this episode at toptieraudio.com slash 95. In fact, if you would like to leave me a voicemail, if you have a question and you'd like to hear your voice on this show, leave me a question and I will consider whether or not I can use that in that show, especially if that's a question that I can answer for everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Now go out there and make a great podcast.